If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I wanna make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pulled back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3X increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from 8,000 per month, for example, to 20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you'll discover top resources for selling strategies, powerful tips, and best practices to open your mind and performance to the next level. You can double your sales too. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Double Your Sales Now. Super excited to have you with us today because Jennifer Longmore is back and we're going to talk about, it's so juicy, we're going to talk about how money blocks are stopping you from having a six or seven figure business. And here's the thing. We've talked about this in a lot of shapes and forms before, but Jennifer is more than an expert in this place. Like she, she has helped clients take massive quantum leaps. And I've been lucky enough to be in some of her programs and experience her work. And so if you haven't yet, I interviewed her before, go back and listen to that one first and then come and play today. Cause this is going to be about how to set yourself up to have a phenomenal 2021. 2020 is gone. Like clear the decks. It's gone. A lot of you had great years anyway, though, but like, what if you could quadruple 10X? Like, what do you want this year? So I just want to say, Jennifer, welcome back. So fun to have you here. Thank you. I well, as soon as you said, go back to listen to the old interview, I feel like I was in probably such a different energy even then as well, because we were right in the in the midst of all of the things last year and still trying to sort out, you know, how, how do I make offers in a time like this? And is it okay for me to make money in a time like this? And, you know, all the things that we were all personally navigating in our own different ways. So yeah. now I feel like this is the year where we're really being called to create massive financial sovereignty and to make sure all of our eggs are not in one basket, to make sure that we build the plane while we're flying it. And I I mean mindset in that, like a lot of us get into the and or. I'll go out and market my thing once I've worked on this personal issue. I'll go out and approach this particular outlet to, to be on their podcast when I've done X, right. And we get into all this and, or, or yeah. And, or thinking, and if we go into, and also thinking, you know, how can I make a lot of money this year and still navigate my stuff, even when it's uncomfortable, that's really going to serve us this year. Awesome. Okay. Everybody, you can see why she's back. Like there's going to be so, and here's the thing, Jennifer and I had to stop talking because we, we started the show before it started. Right. So there's this before, so we're saving the really good stuff. I said, don't talk about, just wait, just wait. I want to wait until the show. <laughs> So anyway, so get ready, (laughs) take out your pen and paper because you're going to take a lot of notes. Before I tell you more about Jennifer, if you don't know her yet, a couple things. If you haven't, go to salescoachnow.com forward slash gift to get our six secrets to doubling your sales. 
It's a very simple PDF. It keeps us connected as well. So then you're part of our community. You can download it, put it on your desk. It'll help you get to the next level in your sales, right? Also, if you haven't yet, go to iTunes, leave us a review there. It helps other people learn about the show. We deeply appreciate it. And we have a gift for you as well. So you can go to salescoachnow.com forward slash giveaway. And we have a cool one great goal gift for you when you leave us a review, just to show our gratitude because it helps bring other people here. And right now, everybody needs more hope. Everybody needs more inspiration. People need more motivation. Like you're ready to go, but like you're missing something or maybe you're not hanging out in a community that's getting you to that next level. We want to be that safe space for you so you can rock 2021. All right. Let me tell you about Jennifer. (laughs) Jennifer and I are now school (laughs) sisters. (laughs) Jennifer Longmore is the founder of the premier training school for conscious entrepreneurs as a global authority on soul purpose, conscious business, and the energy of money the energy of money. We're going to talk about that today. She is the acclaimed host of the Seven Figure Club podcast, which I got to be a guest on, which was so much fun. It's phenomenal. A sought-after media personality and speaker and best-selling author. For almost 20 years, she's conducted over 30,000 30,000 life-changing soul purpose sessions, including the who's who of actors, professional athletes, CEOs of leading companies, and other influential luminaries, and trained thousands of souls in her programs from over 100 countries. She's done the work. She's helped a lot of people. They got results. So I know she can help all of us as well. And while she's not running her soulful empire and playing adult monopoly, she's a lot of real estate investments, you can find her exploring (laughs) crystals and making essential oil blends with her son, enjoying out-of-the-box adventures with her husband, and breathing in fresh air with her fur baby on long hikes. So super excited. She's at souljourneys.ca. At the end, she's going to tell you all about how you can find her and more. So we're just going to jump in. So Jennifer, here we are. It's 2021. I know I feel better. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like, well, like, you know, we still had a great year in 2020, but we changed everything at my company, which let's face it needed to change, right? We're going through a major rebrand, all the things, which I don't think is unusual for any of the entrepreneurs who are still roaring out there. But tell us about your experience. Like what was 2020 like for you? And what are you predicting in 2021? What are we up to? What are we in for? Or what, what can we create? Oh, well, first of all, thank you for having me back on. I just adore you. And I'm so grateful and honored to be able to speak to everyone today because I I could just talk about this stuff forever. I would pay to do this. I just love talking about this stuff. So 2020, you know, it was a year that I had to break a lot of bad news to a lot of people. And I, that did not feel good to me because I like to live in the field of infinite possibilities. And I like to focus on what we're creating. Where I believe we're all infinite creator beings. And so it's a, it's our natural state to be creating. And I believe sales are a part of creating. So when we're being asked to be in wait and see for a really extended period of time, that feels really unnatural for those of us, especially someone like me, that's a generator where I'm used to go, go, go. So I had to shift that energy that I was normally channeling into Latin dance classes and going to the gym and going for you know, like really long day trips and, you know, all the things I had to channel all of that into my business, which my business appreciated. My business was like, oh, hi, there you are again, (laughs) because I, I had delegated a lot of stuff to a lot of people, but I actually, uh, when all of this first happened, I just went into service mode. I wasn't even focused on sales. And it was such a great reminder for me that when we focus on being of service, our sales actually, just skyrocket. And so I did not focus on sales 
for the first quarter. And in fact, I was selling lower ticket things than I typically would. I, I created a bunch of new offers just to help people because people yeah. were panicking. Everyone was told they needed to pivot when in fact, a lot of people didn't need to pivot. They just needed to amplify their message. Someone like me. So I ended up doing really well in the first quarter and that, and then it also occurred to me like, oh, I have to figure out how do I celebrate this in a way that doesn't feel like I'm putting it in people's faces because I realize not everyone is having the same experience right now. So that was interesting to navigate and of course, helping my clients navigate that. And, but I, I still, I, I took what was going on in the world and I let it actually really fuel my mission. And I made sure I'm a big fan of taking the orange and squeezing every last ounce of orange juice out of it. Right. So I wanted to make sure any aspect of me that wasn't fully lit up in my purpose was bringing all of myself to the table. I was willing to require more of myself. So we, we had a great year last year, but I can't like you, I came into this year with a different energy I'm really clear that, well, from what I'm getting from the guidance, but also just what I'm seeing that collaboration is going to be a big thing this year. And I know we're going to talk about Clubhouse because I've got some cool things to share about that. But I can see that the interesting thing is that Clubhouse was launched around the same time that these energies were already going to be present. We're having more feminine energy come onto the planet and feminine energy loves to collaborate. She loves to build community. So we're going to see a lot more collaborations this year, just natural collaborations, the, the real pull to collaborate. That will be a great way to be generating sales, finding really fun and creative ways to cross-pollinate with our communities. And then additionally, after all of the, you know, just interesting things we saw online, I'm a big fan actually of occasionally making line in the sand kind of posts or making bold statements. I do think it's important at a certain level of business to let people know who they're doing business with. So I'm not talking about being political all the time. <laughs> I'm talking about, you know, occasionally letting people know where you stand or making a bold enough post that, cause those posts either draw people in or they, they push people away. But it's important, I think, for people to, to know where we stand. You know, for example, do I have a business that is focused on DEI, right? Because can I really be adequately serving and, and taking money from people? Well, not that we take it, but you know what I mean? We allow people to invest in our company for their transformation. Is it appropriate for me to do that if I'm clearly in support of people that maybe? Uh, are, don't have a DEI approach in how they live live in the world. And I'm talking in code here because, you know, I think we're, we all know what I'm talking about. So anyways, with what we went through last year, uh, I do feel like we were already getting tired of people being um, lacking in transparency and lacking in authenticity and that celebrity entrepreneur culture. And we're all just craving a massive level of authenticity and transparency. So I see this year being the year that the consumer just requires more of those of us that are leading them or leading, yeah, leading them through our programs. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I'm feeling that call. Visibility, as my listeners know, hasn't always been my favorite thing. And that's just been a growth piece for me. And so, but there's something that shifted, you know, just coming through, I think what we all came through and this, I don't know, I've lost some layers and I'm just coming from a place of saying it how it is. So get ready for that, everybody. <laughs> you know, my what's up in my world and being willing to share that, but also being willing to share the tough stuff, like what we all really went through emotionally, what we have to shed 
to keep going. And Jennifer's a master at helping her clients. And, you know, I've been able to be in some of your programs to really shift some of those things as well. So it's this, I think this shedding, it really feels like a shedding because we're all being called to lead right now. And I think that you're saying as well, Jennifer, like we're being called to lead at a a much higher level than ever before to be more visible, Mm -hmm. to help as many people as we can. And to allow that domino effect out into the world, because Jennifer talked, you talk about collaboration. I know we're going to be doing more collaborating together and, you know, just what I've learned from you has a domino effect out into the world. And what I give to my clients has another domino effect. So for all of you who are in our communities, like that's what it's about. We are, we are making this shift happen together. And for some of you, you know, moving into the 5d and you know what I'm talking about, um, for my, our woo listeners, right? Like, and what that means. So, so let's, you mentioned Clubhouse and, you know, um, I've heard yeah. you talking about it. I've heard others talking about it and I looked at it and then I looked away because I, I just, I did not put that on my calendar yet. So I'm curious, tell us for those who don't know what Clubhouse is and, um, and just some of the sales strategies that you're using now that weren't even in existence, maybe in 2020 that you've already had success with. Yeah, I would love to. So Clubhouse is uh, in in beta form. It's an app. It's a social media app, and it's audio only. So it's I kind of liken it to an interactive podcast. So you and I can be talking right now, but in Clubhouse, someone can raise their hand and join the conversation to either ask us a question right now while you and I are talking or to contribute to the conversation. So it makes it for quite a lively conversation. Now, I went into Clubhouse no different than I went into Facebook many years ago. When I went on to Facebook back in like 2008 or whenever it was, people kept saying, bring your business on there. And I'm like, why would I take my business on a platform for teenagers? That That's not good for my brand. What are you talking? You know, I, I couldn't believe it, but <laughs> Facebook has just been such a gift to me. I generate a lot of uh, income. I mean, I make a lot of amazing connections on there, but as a result of my relationship building on there, I make a lot of, a lot of money there every year. And um, so I went in the same thing with Clubhouse. I... When people send me, complete strangers send me voice memos on Facebook, I'm just like, I do not have time to pause everything else I'm doing to listen to your message. That's your agenda. That's your need for me to stop everything. I don't do that. So now I just tell people, I don't listen to voice memos. If you have something to say, you can say it in two sentences. If you can't be succinct enough in two sentences, then I already know that I'm going to listen to a lot of ums and ahs and, uh, you know, the rambles, right? I don't have time for that. So that's not what Clubhouse is, to my surprise. To my surprise, there's a ton of people on Clubhouse. There's a lot of celebrity entrepreneurs on on Clubhouse. There's a lot of celebrities. They have, uh, they're doing auditions on there. They're doing auditions for Dreamgirls. They're they're doing reviews of The Lion King. They have all kinds, you can learn Spanish on there. It doesn't, you can join any room you want on any topic you want. So it's busy on there, but there's a lot of entrepreneurs on there. And there's a lot of people having rooms that are like how to make seven figures this year and how to attract high-end clients and and those kind of things. And that's what I specialize in is high-end offers. So I, uh, I didn't know what to expect. It was between Christmas and New Year's. And I thought, well, I'll just go on there and check it out. I went in expecting to not like it. Right. And to my surprise, I was like, dang, there's a lot of really interesting people on here. People I've never met in my life. How did I not know these? And I'd read their bios. I'm like, these are incredible people. How did I not know about them? So I started listening to rooms, studying how do we, how do you moderate a room? And I learned a lot. So probably about day two, I thought, okay, well, I better start hosting rooms. I have to establish myself as the authority as quickly as I can. 
in here because right now it's in beta. There's still a lot of people that don't know about this app or can't get into this app. <clears throat> and because I'm a big believer that, that my energy should do a lot of the heavy lifting for my sales. So if I'm a leader, because leaders only hire leaders, I better keep focusing on leading up and being in compound leadership. And part of that is making sure whatever new spaces I go in, I'm really showing up as the authority in my industry. It doesn't mean I'm the only authority in my industry, but everyone on that. So this is a cool experiment for everyone listening, because when we go into new environments, the people there don't know anything. They don't know to know anything different about us other than the version of us that we bring to the table. So if I had brought my, I don't know if there's room for me on Clubhouse. Everyone's talking about the same thing. You know, that, those kind of monkey mind things we go into. That's a very different energy than if I just go on there and I'm like, hey, guys, I'm the authority in this. They don't know any different, not because I'm lying to them. I'm being right. in the energy that I'm in. But if we bring that version of ourselves that we're growing into and just show up as that person, that's the only way they get to know us, right? They don't know. You know how like when we, you and I have gone through this, right? When we were making, you know, 10K months, people view us very differently. The, the peers we have when we're making 10K months, some of those peers can't calibrate when we start making 50K months, they can't see us in that new version of, um, of ourselves. They only mm -hmm. see us in that 10K version and are still trying to hold us to that old way of being that we were in. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. So I just thought, well, I'm going to bring my, I'm going to bring my full on authority persona to Clubhouse. People here, you know, people know me on there, but there's a lot of people that don't. And so they don't, they don't know that they should view me as the cute little healer that was, you know, having a gazillion satellite offices way back 17 years ago and, you know, charging a hundred bucks an hour. They don't know that version of me. They only know the version of me that I present to them. So anyways, I learned that on there, you have to have compelling titles because there is quote unquote competition. There might be at any given time, you know, 20 business related chats at seven o'clock at night, for example. So I know I and not unlike any sales page or anything, right? I have to have a compelling title to get people in the room because they're not even going to come into my room if my title's not compelling. Once they're in the room, then it's my job to lead in such a way where it's invitational, where I'm talking to leaders, I'm not talking to followers, right? I think that's a mistake a lot of people make when they want to sell high end is that they leaders are like, no, no, just tell me, tell me what the result is. Tell me what the value is. I don't need you to tell me all my pain points and, you know, walk me through this journey, right? We, we don't receive, we don't, that can feel patronizing to people like you and I, because we're like, no, we get it. We're just asking you to help us with this particular thing in our company. So anyways, compelling title brings people in. And then right away, though, and this is the authenticity and the transparency, because I feel like the voice just carries this thing, right? You can hear in someone's voice. Like I moderated a room recently with someone about seven figures and I could tell right away she did not know what she was talking about. It's hard to explain it. But she was not embodied in her wisdom and she couldn't give any tangible guidance around this thing. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, but I think we all know that yeah. feeling where we're like, oh, I, right. like, I feel like there's a mismatch here. I feel like something's not quite clicking. So, so I'm, I, sadly, I'm sure that that reflected on her because people can feel that. It's just a weird, like when you're really embodied in your authority, you just speak from a certain place, right? right. So uh, anyways, the goal on, on Clubhouse, so I poured into people. I'm all about giving value. I make very soft sells, if that. 
And I could feel people leaning in. I think we all get that feeling like when people are leaning in towards us, it's, it's, it's an intangible thing, but we can feel like, oh, and you can almost kind of identify who those people are. So then I just start speaking to those people. I don't call them out by name, but I'm speaking to them and really tuning into what I feel they need to hear because I can feel that they're leaning in. Well, sure enough, those people that I sensed were going to be the ones that reached out to me did. So on Clubhouse, there's no way for you to carry on additional conversations, meaning you don't have an inbox, you don't have a way to text people directly just from Clubhouse or any of that. So our job, and this is this is a great reminder anyways, our job, whether we're on LinkedIn and it's not our primary place or Instagram and it's not our primary place or whatever, lead people to where you're hanging out the most. So on Clubhouse, you can link up your Twitter and your Instagram which I do. And then you can say to people, okay, by the way, you know, I mentioned before my free money gift. If you're, if that's interesting to you, why don't you just go over, hop on over to Instagram right now while we're chatting? Cause you can have multiple screens open and just DM me money and I'll know what that's about. And I'll send you my free money gift. I just ran a challenge as you know, and I didn't even expect this, but I had listened to someone's chat earlier and she said that she filled an entire challenge from clubhouse. So I'm like, I'm going to try this. So I just started seeding it into the conversations. For example, next week, I'm hosting my quantum money frequency challenge. And I'm really excited because I can already feel A, B, and C, or I'm really excited to share this bit of information in there, right? So I was getting people excited about this free challenge. Well, I had 70 people come from Clubhouse to my challenge. Wow. No money spent. Right. Right. So it's a great lead generation tool. At the, at the bare minimum. And then it's our job to just funnel people towards where we want to hang out the most. Of course, I had a ton of people join my Facebook group and I had a ton of people join my, my money um, or like opt into my money freebie, which is great because it really is, I believe, valuable. Uh, but then, yeah, so I had these people approach me and they wanted to know, they knew right away that they wanted to join my programs. And so 200K later, a week into Clubhouse, not even really knowing what I was doing, that's what happened. But I also committed, I thought, okay, well, I need to fail forward quickly. I don't know what this app is. I don't know how to use it. I don't know anyone on here. I've got to, you know, be on here 30 days, not all day. I'm not one of these people you're going to see in there all day. I go in an hour a day to do some sort of talk, to host a room, because I'm way more interested in being the authority than I am listening. But I will listen to talks that I'm interested in. So I might if I'm, if I'm spending a, an hour checking emails, I don't ever just listen to Clubhouse. If I'm checking emails or responding to Facebook messages or something that doesn't require the same bandwidth, that's when I'll also have that in the background, almost like listening to a podcast. But why I do that is because, well, A, I may get some great tips. Uh, it's also an opportunity while I'm in that room, people are going to follow you while you're in your room. Wow. Like, so I can be in your room, for example, but people are checking each other out who are in the room while you're talking, for example. So they're going to naturally click on my profile. My profile is very optimized. And then they're going to follow me potentially, right? Most people do. They're like, oh, that person looks like they're woo and I'm woo. So I should probably follow her. And on my bio, of course, I have freebie downloads and I have my IG connected. The one thing I'm also hearing from people is that because it is connected to IG and we're funneling people to IG, then it's actually 
bumping up the algorithms for people's profiles because naturally you're just getting more organic traffic and and Instagram rewards organic traffic on your profile. It amps up your algorithm because of that. So here we are funneling people from Clubhouse to Instagram. Those people are messaging you. They're going to like your profile. They're going to also follow you on Instagram. So now Instagram goes, oh, this person must be doing something good for people. They must be adding value to people because she's getting organic followers. So we're going to reward her by improving her algorithm. So it's, wow. it's really fascinating, right? And I'm not techie at all. So I'm probably not doing this justice. But anyways, I think when we, again, just serve, just show up and serve, hard pitches are not going to land well over there. It seems like the culture right now is that people are just pouring into each other and wanting to help each other out and really be of service. And you and I know as leaders, we're so decisive. We're already going to know right away if we resonate with someone and want to go out and reach out and hire them for something, right? Or join the program or whatever. So we don't need hard pitches. If anything, we'll be like, please don't run those back of the room strategies on us. Like that's (laughs) not, I am not a bro marketer. Like that's not, you you did not read my profile if you're, (laughs) if you're pulling the bro marketing tactic with me. So anyways, that's, that's clubhouse in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, okay. I took a ton of notes and thank you because apparently I must have called this in as well because it's been on my mind that you and Elizabeth have been talking about it. I'm like, I got to check it out. Thanks for simplifying it. Cause when I can see a model and I think that's for everyone, we can see a little bit, like it's so cool. And I think Jennifer, what you embody, like just saying, you're not super, te- I'm not super technical, but you're willing to try. You're willing to get in there and figure it out and do enough. And then you created 200,000 plus, which might lead to even more revenue. So for everyone who's listening, I mean, I, you know, we, don't be a late adopter, go and play in clubhouse. I mean, it's free. Just go figure it out and see what can show up for you. And I think go back and listen to the tips that Jennifer gave. I think you, you nailed it down. So thank you for that. Like that tip in itself was worth any time anyone has spent here. And if they use that tip, they could go out and make thousands and thousands of dollars. So let's talk about the next piece. Cause I want to make sure we have time for this. So there's like, okay. there's the strategies that you and I, you know, both teach that we've, we can, we work with our clients on there's a million strategies on the internet. You know, like you can get so much free information on the internet. Like you could learn how to do your own launches, your own Facebook ads, your own whatever, right? There's so much info. We're not without information. However, you and I both know we've met a lot of people who have a ton of information, who've been to every seminar in the world. And then there's something off about what you could say is their energy around money, their money frequency, what they're willing to allow in. And I know you are an expert. Like this is the juice you love helping people release money blocks as I do too. Like you and I could swim around in this conversation all day. So what I, I mean, you're, you're an absolute expert in really helping people make quantum leaps with their money mindset, which then leads to the other quantum leaps in their business. So I just want to give you the floor mm-hmm. to just share with us any tips or strategies you have to help to help us in this area? How do we unlock? Like if someone's at six figures, they want to go to seven. Someone's at seven, they want to go to eight figures. How do they know what they need to yeah. unlock? In, in like 10 minutes. Oh, I, I love this. To <laughs> I totally geek out on this. I know. I'm going to try and be as succinct as I can. So <clears throat> I've written a lot of articles on this because I get really passionate. One of the things, and, and you may be able to relate, is that when people come to me and say, I have a block, can you help me? That's very different than I don't know. I don't know why I don't have clients because I already know when someone tells me they don't have clients that they're either really contracted in their monkey mind or they're not doing the work. It's, it's literally one of two things at any level of business. But what I do notice 
is the journey from five-figure years to six-figure years involves people really deciding that they're going to be the CEO rather than the employee in their company. And they're also really wrestling with themselves about all the reasons they can't run a business. Even when they have a sales call with me, they'll want to lead with, here's the business I want, but I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. You know, and I'm like, okay, well, you're already leading with resistance, right? So I don't know. It doesn't matter whether it's me with me or someone else that like we have to deal with that. But anyways, um, it's good to hear this because I think we all have opportunities to go, am I really showing up as the CEO of my company? Is there a part of me that's still stuck in employee mindset where I'm waiting for some al- someone to come along and just give me a deadline or just tell me what to do, right? So then the journey from five-figure years to six-figure years means that we've let go of that stuff. But the journey from six figures to mid-six figures is about learning how to be supported. I can't stress this enough. I made it to about 500K a year without any support. That was not smart. I would not recommend that. I really. <laughs> when you say support, tell us what you mean, though. What does that really mean? Support I mean, actually team, having a VA. Coaches. Okay. No, no, I had, wow, I even was, having a VA. All- Goodness. You can imagine how much money I left on the table because I am not tech savvy at all. So I had a PayPal link and that was it. And even that was challenging. And I was typing up all my, like, it it was ridiculous. So, but that was me thinking that I wouldn't be able to find support that could represent a business like mine. Like even just understanding what I did. I thought I had to bring in a duplication of me, but what I really needed was to bring in the opposite of me, (laughs) right? And most VAs I've now, of course, learned many, many years later, they don't really care what you do for a business. They're just happy to support you. They just want to tick some boxes and, you know, checklists and say, I've done these things. And they're, they're happy to be behind the scenes for the most part. So I had to learn how to be supported and not just supported by team, but supported by mentorship, which I did. I hired a mentor and that's why I got to, um, you know, the 500k mark and, but allowing my business to support me, allowing my clients to support me. I don't need my clients to support me, but I'm talking about just energetically being available for unsolicited testimonials, unsolicited referrals. It's okay to allow our clients to, it's okay to receive appreciation in those forms from our clients. It's not that we expect it or command it. It's just that we want to be energetically available for that. And, um, and then the journey from mid six figures to seven figures is really relentless delegation. It's learning how to shift out of my company to the company. I feel like I make way different decisions for my company now when I, and I just said my company, I know, but I make way different decisions for the company that I own Yeah. when I just refer to it as the company, because then it makes it objective. Then I'm not taking things personally. I'm not taking someone's lack of payment personally. I'm not taking someone's no to my program personally. I'm not also taking people's results personally. I'm just saying, how can the company best serve in the way we tell the, you know, the larger uh, community that we're going to serve them? And then how can we keep making that better? So then I'm almost in it as a consumer as well saying, well, if I was being served by this company, would I have appreciated that? Or would I not have appreciated that? That's been really helpful. So, and that's a really, uh, so much to unpack there. Just the, and for everyone who's listening, um, this 
movement from, you know, what it takes to go to from five figures to six figures, six figures to mid or multi six figures, and then to seven figures, this piece of support and growth and, and getting the support you need and really leaning into it. And I love what you said about like allowing your clients to support you as well, because you're right. Like there was a time when I would receive referrals and just like, oh my God, like that is amazing. And now it's not that I expect it. It's just, it's, it's just the circle of how money moves and how we support. And why wouldn't a client want to refer if they had a great experience? I do it all the time. So opening up to that. So Jennifer, um, how, so taking it one more step. So there's, there's this support and, and, you know, kind of expanding what we're willing to receive, but how do we, is there a way to expand the frequency? I know in some of the work I've done with you, you've Mm -hmm. talked about um, just your nervous system and, and what you're, what you can allow in or what you can't. Cause I think that's a, such a big part of it. And we see people hit these income ceilings. Can you talk a little bit about like if someone's hitting an income ceiling and they, they know there there's something there. Is it that, is it about expanding what they're willing to receive in terms of money? Like what, what could that be? Yeah, it'll be a few things. One thing I like to look at is what I call micro leaks. Those are the things we're tolerating the intangible and the tangible. So it can literally be like my office is messy and your office is your money center. So a little side note, <laughs> that's an area that I really like to stay on top of. And I, and I still do, like I have a painting I commissioned of Frida Kahlo because she's my muse, right? And it's still leaning up against my wall. I still haven't figured out where I want to hang her because I feel very committal, right? When I have to put a hole in my wall because I know I'm going to have to patch it up and paint it over again if I don't like it there, right? So I'm like, oh, where do I want this painting? But that's an example of a micro leak. Now, one micro leak, not a big deal. A few little micro leaks in the money bucket, not a big deal. But we usually have... 10, 20, maybe more micro leaks. And that means it's just slowly dripping out like the shower, like the faucet is still kind of dripping, right? And we can feel that. And so it's harder to serve from a money bucket that's depleting while we're trying to fill it. It can feel exacerbating because it has that feeling of two steps forward, one step back. So that's, that's an example of how to, first of all, let's take care of the container we have. And then if we are operating in a barrel, and that's our money container, but we've outgrown it. We can keep doing all the marketing and all the selling, but if we only have room in that barrel for what we want to bring back, we're going to actually get frustrated and we're going to start giving up and not making the effort because we're, we're now working harder to fill a container that's now too small for us. And I'm talking metaphorically, right? Right. So even visually, like what does our container look like? Is it a big, huge yacht? Is it a big, huge cruise ship? Like what's the container now that's going, that you're going to expand into because the universe will fill the size of the container that we give it. So if we give it a a sand pail that we take to the beach, it will fill that. If we give it, you know, a a cruise ship, it will fill that. Obviously we want to make it really big, but we want to do it in a way that we actually feel it's believable. So good. So on that note, I love that. Yes. Have you filled your sand bucket or is it a cruise ship or if it's a yacht? My husband was just showing me that this yacht, it's a $500 million yacht. And um, he's like, what would even be on left? Like we were dreaming about what would be on a $500 million yacht, right? Isn't that fun to think about? And so that's like, as next steps for everyone who's listening, like really dig into that. What are you 
what is what can your business handle? What can you even let in right now? And that speaks to how much you're charging, the packages, the programs, the team, like what what you are willing to allow in. So Jennifer, as we wrap up, of course, we want more from you. So I know you have some great <laughs> great free gift, and there's other ways. Like if people want to work with you privately, so tell us more. Well, thank you. Yeah, I have so much to say. And when you mentioned team, I'm like, yeah, I just I interviewed an OBM that supports eight figure businesses yesterday. And then it occurred to me, well, no wonder I've been slowing down my sales because my main VA is probably a six-figure VA, meaning she's probably at her capacity of supporting people that are making about 100K a year. So she's already, she's a lovely person and she's a worker bee, but she's not, I need her to be running my company the way I would need her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. So that was a great lesson. That was a great aha for me to go, well, that was me. I created that. Why did I allow that substandard support in my company? Because that is slowing down my sales because I don't feel like we have the capacity with her on board to onboard the amount of people that I actually need to be inviting in for this one container that I'm filling. So I'm super excited to bring in this, this team member that's actually going to bring wisdom into my company. And she's yes. going to elevate these systems to where I already need them to be a matching, you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So anyways, um, I have a few different masterminds that I run. I have the seven figure club mastermind, the six figure club mastermind. Those are for people that want to, you know, either add an additional seven figures or get to seven, seven figures, et cetera. But I have a free money gift, which goes over the money blocks and they're relative to all of us, including myself. I feel like we navigate them at different times in our life. So this, it's a great audio to keep going back and listen to when you have money ceilings because you'll hear something different and you're like, oh, that's the reason this time why I have a money ceiling. It's related to this issue. So if people go to souljourneys.ca forward slash money, then uh, they will get this free free training and uh, lots of breakthroughs. People love that. I think that's now been downloaded by like 100,000 people. It's crazy. Wow. I've downloaded it. It's amazing. Yeah. So souljourneys.ca forward slash money. So definitely take that next yes. step. And then where do you hang out? What's the best place for people to find you? I know you hang out on Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Facebook is kind of my place. I know that's a little bit offensive to some people. Some people are very, <clears throat> for me, I just, I, I know what it is and I, I let it, you, I use it to spread my message, right? Yeah. I'm very aware. I use it to spread my message. So I have a group on there called the Purpose Posse, which is for spiritual entrepreneurs that want to scale. And um, and I'm active on there. You know, my other profiles, my team manages them because sadly I can't be in all these places all the time or I'd never be able to to lead my my groups and stuff because I'd always be on social media. So yeah. so that's that if you if you actually want to be connecting with me directly, then that's a, a good place to do that. Okay. So find the purpose posse and I've, I'm hanging out in there. I'm hanging out in a lot of your rooms. So it's, uh, um, it's a lot of fun. It's not when there's a lot happening. All right, Jennifer, I want to thank you for hanging out with us here at double your sales now. And we're just so grateful for everything you bring to our community. I'm grateful for how you've shown up in my life and all that I've already learned from you. So thank you. And we wish you just a rock in 2021. Thank you. Well, same to you. And thanks for having me and happy 2021 to everyone listening today. I'm sending you lots of good juju. We appreciate that. And to our listeners all over the world, we love you. You can email us at contact at salescoachnow.com if the show resonates with you. Let us know and let us know if there's other topics you'd like. And you can also, of course, leave us a review on iTunes. That's it for now. We'll see you next week. 
Thanks for listening to Double Your Sales Now. To get more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to tune in next week. And until then, we'd appreciate your review on iTunes.